Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. David Lundquist. And today we're going to talk about how we began using kinesiology tape effectively, and I mean that word very seriously, on our equine and canine clients. You know, we've been using rock tape, or we've been using kinesio tape, for a long time. I, I know you used it in your practice long before we started using it on animals. We used it on humans uh, probably back in the 80s. I think we even started using it. And unfortunately, I was not using it correctly because I came from an athletic sports taping background. So I was using it like athletic tape and I was trying to apply it in a way that would stabilize a joint. And it took me a while to learn that that wasn't the purpose of that tape. And then we saw people applying it. The first non-human application we observed was on a horse and it got us thinking. And sadly, the application we observed was something that didn't stay on more than 10, 15 minutes. And it was very difficult to believe that there was enough of a difference that you could make, although I've seen it make difference in seconds. So I have thought this and rethought this, and I'm still continuing to formulate opinions now that I use it every day for the last 12 years, perhaps. What we discovered, though, is that it works better on animals than it does on humans and it works amazingly well on humans. Yeah, I think it's the hair factor. You know, they have more hair follicles per square inch than we do, and laying it down on those hair follicles, which stimulates all those mechanoreceptors that are inside those follicles all the way into the fascia, which sends it all the way to the brain. And really, as we've learned and studied through the amazing rock tape courses that are out there, going to the fascial conferences with geniuses from all over the world. The last one we went to was in Germany. We've been to ones in the States. The next one, COVID permitting, will be in Montreal. And we're- In 2021. 2021. So we're hoping the world is a safer and better place for all of us by then. What we have learned is that the application of tape on hair changes everything, changes the local fluid environment, changes patterns up into the brain, and can reformat the nervous system in a way that's functionally better. And we can get as complicated as you'd be interested in, so feel free to question us on this. Well, I remember the first time we actually used it, we had a horse on a treadmill, and it was walking kind of funny, and we took, I, I think it was a six inch piece of tape and put it on its hind end, and we were amazed how it changed the way that horse walked immediately. It was an immediate response from that tape to the brain, the brain back to the body, which changed its configuration. And we were really impressed with that. The problem was we couldn't get that tape to stick on for 10 or 15 minutes without it popping right back off again. And we, we searched and searched to try to find the right product. And people ask why we got involved with rock tape. Well, we got involved with rock tape because we happened to be at a chiropractic seminar and they were given a demonstration and they had some tape and they called it at the time, they called it H2O because it was made to stay on triathletes. 
And we looked at them and we were like, oh, that will stick on horses really well. And I remember getting really excited about it. We started talking to them and I think they, they looked at us like we had three heads. They're like, what do you mean you're gonna put this on horses? What's this got to do with it? We're, we're, a, we're a human company. And I know you spent, you spent the next three years, three years three trying years. to convince them how great this would be for animals. And now being in contact with the people taping animals in the UK and people taping animals in Australia and Germany and Korea. And it's, it's a movement to improve movement. And with us, puns are always intended. What was amazing after coming back from that conference is the best way we've always investigated things is putting it on ourselves, putting it on our animals. If they don't kill us, then we can move out to close family and friends and before we move into the world at large. And we put it on a dog first and it was on the next day and it was on the next day. Okay, so we've got the longevity thing down. Now we better start to figure out how to do this in a way that makes the difference we're looking for. And since horses were our focus in practice, we started taking the logic and the science that usually goes from animal to human, and in this case, went from human to animal and said, well, if what we're trying to do is connect the brain to the body, to feed the brain, how do we want to feed it in order to create a better movement pattern? It took us a while to figure out how to use some of the tape. I mean, we, we had a basic understanding of how to use it with humans. And truthfully, we had no clue how it was going to affect an animal. So we just started playing with it. And I remember one of the first horses that we did uh, it had a fetlock that was extremely large, like a softball type fetlock. And the person that owned the horse said, this is really a good horse and I, it's, it's lame basically on its front leg. And I would like to see if you guys could help it out. And we went out to just adjust the horse. And then we decided, wow, we didn't know what to do because she had already had two or three vets had already come out. They've ultrasounded it. They tried to drain it. Uh, they tried lots of different methods. Nothing helped that fetlock at all. And so we adjusted the horse because do what you do first. And then we said, well, let's try taping it. And we put tape on that fetlock and she called the next day and she said, that horse hasn't taken a lame step since you put that tape on. And she said, I'd like you to come back every few days and keep putting that tape on. And so we did, we kept going back and we kept putting the tape on. And I noticed that fetlock getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And after about three weeks, we were doing it a little less, a little more sporadically. We weren't going every three days or four days to put it on. And she would call up and say, hey, come and do that tape again. I'm getting ready to show my horse. So the horse actually got back into the show ring. We went back, I remember going back one time into taping the horse and I looked at the fetlocks and for a second, I couldn't remember which fetlock had been enlarged. It was absolutely a miracle. And if anything, taping animals will teach you to appreciate how much change is possible. I remember being at the horse show 
and there was a pony that was also not moving correctly and the vet actually asked us to come in on this and it was almost three-legged the swelling was there also happened to be uh, in the lower leg and we put the tape on at the coffin joint and I thought okay it was really quite swollen probably needed to be drained but it was they were trying to see if they could get a class out of it and I said well this can't hurt let's see what happens and the the amazing thing is that I had said please leave it on overnight well someone gave it a bath and thought it was a good idea to take the tape off so they called us and said mistakenly the tape was taken off can you come back and I came back and there was no swelling none zero there was a sound horse with no swelling all right hmm. interesting coincidence but after you've seen about 10,000 coincidence you start realizing that perhaps you're doing more than you thought we were doing and that's when we wanted to get more and more into the science of it how is it possible that putting a piece of tape on a piece of hair can give you the quality and consistency of change that we began to see. When we started to understand about the homunculus, the homunculus of the horse, you realized that during an injury, that that part of the brain where the information comes into, all of a sudden starts to get smaller, almost like it's shutting off some of the neuron, neurons that are coming out of that area. So there's not as much information going back out because they shut the information coming down that's going in as well from that injured area. So the tape, when you apply that tape over that area, it what does something we call making the invisible visible. It makes the brain take notice of that area. So the mechanoreceptors start to fire more efficiently. The brain notices. When the brain notices, then it communicates back with that area again. So to, to back that up just a little bit, homunculus is the part of the brain that makes a map of the body. So that in humans, our representational map, it's an electrical map of signals that come in, will have big hands and big lips because we take in data with our hands and with our taste and will often have big ears, although some may not have any ears at all in those who don't listen too, too well. And so that representational map comes from data in. What tape can do is influence the data in and therefore influence the picture and once you have a picture then you can respond to your environment based on that information so if you don't know it's there you can't move it it's that simple but that was just the beginning once we realized that you can create awareness we also started to realize that there's different mechanoreceptors there's mechanoreceptors, interoceptors that influence noxious or painful signals to the brain. And there's a different technique for affecting that. So you can take an area that's sensitive and use a different technique to change that sensitivity and therefore make the animal more comfortable. And then there's a pattern for inflammation because you can actually choose how to redirect fluid channels 
so that something that was once swollen is now tighter. And nature abhors vacuums. So when tissues stretch out, they get more swollen. When you are capable of taping in a pattern that tightens it up, you reduce the effect of swelling. And then there's ways of improving the awareness of the entirety of the body. And that's when we use fascia line informed taping. So once we understand that the brain connects the, through an electrical channel of information that flows along the fibers of your fascial lines, they can connect the brain, the skull, the physical encasement of the brain, all the way to the hind leg in one contiguous chain. So as we learn more, we're able to apply more and there's no harm. You can influence change at any point of an animal's care and recovery without risking them in any way. Yeah, I think that's a great point because one of the things we learned about using the tape is you can, if you put it on wrong, it doesn't do anything. So you can actually just, if you find there was no change, it's not because the tape was bad or the tape didn't work, it was the application. So it, we learned as we went along how to apply the tape to make the most effective use out of the tape. Because sometimes we'd put the tape on and they'd call us up and go, well, it didn't make any, no change. So we go, okay, let's just come back. We'll come back and we'll redo the tape and take a look and see what we did differently. And we reapply the tape and find out, I should call up the next day, oh, the tape's so much better. Sometimes moving the tape three or four inches makes all the difference in the world. So this is a process of learning, applying the tape, seeing how the body responds to the tape, and making your changes accordingly. And the fascinating thing about tape is it's cotton with an elastic stretch and some adhesive on the back. It's not magic. There is nothing in the tape because I would say the question I get asked every day is what's in it? I'm like, nothing. Magic. Magic, yes. <laughs> it's neuro voodoo. What we want to do is understand that it's the application. As Dave just said, there's the tape. The most important part to me about the stretch of the tape is it's unidirectional. So you know that it's going to lift and allow the tissue to move in one direction, not in multiple directions. So the choice of the application is how do you want to improve that mobility? And you use that. We most often stretch the body part and just lay the tape on allowing the body to literally prioritize where it needs the lift the most. And when you look at an animal that's been taped, and if you go on um, equiline.com, we've posted quite a few videos of you place the tape on and it's smooth. And as the animal returns its body, its head in the position that I'm thinking of in this moment, all of this lift and it ripples throughout the tape demonstrating the amount of lift, the amount of pull on that hair follicle that's changing the message to the brain and changing the fluid dynamics, improving their comfort and allowing them to move better. 
it's sometimes it doesn't matter how many times you've done it. You just sit back and go, animals are amazing. They teach us so much about what's possible. The only time you stretch the tape generally is when you're doing the pain taping because that pain taping, you're going to stretch that tape 50% in the center and still no stretch on the ends. And I think every, every podcast or every uh, instruction video we've ever done on the tape, no stretch on the ends. And this is something we actually learned a lot from doing the human aspect of it too. If you stretched it, that always seemed to be the area where irritation popped up. So we learned do not stretch the tape. The only time you stretch it is when you are applying a pain taping and it's only stretched through the center of the tape. You open it up like a band-aid, stretch the center 50%, lay that piece down right over the area of pain, and then lie, lay down each of the edges at the ends with no stretch. I just finished writing a 200-page book called Improving Equine Mobility. And the canine book came out last year, which was strictly on taping. And you can still get that if you contact us. And uh, there's, a, there's a few left of the initial printing. Second printing will be coming shortly. But the, uh, when we were debating what to name the equine book, my uh, editor said, well, what do you say the most? And I said, round the edges. But I don't think that's no a good name for the book. <laughs> round the edges, no stretch. <laughs> Because as you apply tape, if you do not round the edges, square edges catch on things and you decrease longevity. So there's such a learning curve in doing this. There's such joy in doing this. And we invite you to contact us, to ask questions, to show us what you're doing and create a community of healthcare workers, whether you're the owner, the trainer, the healthcare practitioner, the veterinarian, whatever your role is, you can help animals more, just more by knowing how to tape them. When you understand the concept and the philosophy of how to use the tape and how to apply the tape, the possibilities become endless what you can do with it. And we enjoy sharing this information with you. So once again, I'm Dr. Wendy Corin. And I'm Dr. Dave Lundquist. Visit us at equiline.com or Equiline K9 on Instagram and give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.